0: up what up here we are with another episode of the who's where podcast I'm your host Chase Minifield, coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky we have another special guest today University of Virginia uh sure man you hold any records at UVA man I'm assuming that you I was gonna say kickoff return extraordinaire you know what I'm saying
1: I had it until the boy just came through uh Joe Reed broke it but um
0: oh okay yeah 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 now we got a UVA legend Darius Jennings what's good
1: what up, man? What it do?
0: Chilling, man. Where are you coming from?
1: Live and full of fat from Baltimore, Maryland.
0: Baltimore, solid.
2: Max, Yo, what's up? What's up, world, man? Coming to you live from Charlottesville as always, man. Another blessed Sunday.
0: Well, you know, everybody's wondering where Dom Joe's at. Dom Joe's <laughs> officially released from the podcast. <laughs> um, it was just one thing after the next, you know, he told me specifically to my face. He said, uh, hey, man, I got to I got to start getting my time back. <laughs> I got to start getting my time back. <laughs> hey, man, we have one hour after week. and Now you got to get his time back, man. The kid got him all. The kid got his egg all scrambled up here. You know what I'm that saying?
3: Dude.
0: Um, it is what it is, man. But we're going to jump into this, and get another solid episode out. So, there's man, how us. What, what you doing right now? What you up to? I know you are a uh, free agent currently, but what's 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 new? What's going
3: on?
1: Yeah, man. Um. This would have been my sixth year in the league. Um, I spent the last three in Tennessee.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, signed with the Chargers back in March in, in free agency. Um, was really expecting to be out there for real. Yeah, um, camp was going smooth, going solid. Wind up straining my hamstring like like the last week. Um, thought I was still going to be there, but they decided to part ways when it when it kind of came down to cut time. Um, and then after that, you know, um like COVID affects us, too. So um, I got rid of my apartment in Tennessee, um, decided to come back to Baltimore. I've been spending time with some family. Had a few workouts, a few, few invisible teams. Um, it, j- it just didn't work out. It wasn't the right timing. Yeah, man, still just staying patient, staying ready, um, seeing if I do get another shot. You know, um, they say that the NFL stands for not for long. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's not on your been time when it comes.
2: You've been out long most
1: so far. Six oh. years. That's a long time, bro. Yeah, bro. Def, definitely grateful for it, too. But, um, yeah, we're going to see. And then if nothing comes, then I'm going to be in the working world just like just like everybody else. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly.
3: um,
0: so how was the COVID experience? Like, what was COVID like as far as just, like, I mean, you was on the team during COVID. You was in training camp during COVID. And you was in you was a free agent during COVID. So what was the difference between COVID season and that regular season that
1: you've been a part of so far? Yeah, so um starting off with like OTAs and the stuff in the spring, like I'm I just signed to a new team and now I gotta meet everybody on Zoom. So mm-hmm. um it's kinda hard from that aspect to really know everybody. Um I got cool with the receivers because that's what I spend the most time with, just trying to learn a playbook, um, put put names to faces, just Come with the guys in a room, um, and then went out there a little bit like late June, early July. Um, met up with some of the guys through a Tyrod and uh, Justin Herbert, who are the QBs. Um, and then camp, camp is like you get there, report, and you got a quarantine for the first few days. Mm-hmm. Like just straight, straight test, make sure everybody's clean, and then it's literally a test every day. I was gonna test it like five forty-five every morning, you know. Um, even if like a slight symptom, they shutting you down, they shutting your close contacts down. Um, it was new for everybody. So they really, they they really weren't trying, trying to take no chances. We were in a hotel for for, like for meetings. I wasn't even in a building. I just go to the building to practice. Um, our weight room was outside, which is nice and Cali. Um, Mm -hmm. it was outside and then we were in meetings in the hotel ballrooms spread out. Um, but yeah, again, like I was there doing my thing. It doesn't rain in Southern California, man. I was loving it too. Like, just especially being from Baltimore. It was I was looking forward to living in Cali for a year. But again, like I was saying, things things just didn't work out. And then post that um I decided to come back home just to be with family a little bit. And it was nice being around family because I mean, over the past decade, I I missed a lot of holidays, like important stuff, just being away to college, like just always been on the road. So it's nice from that aspect. But also that last decade, I've been used to being on my own. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, um, know, I, I don't have property here in Baltimore. So I really was with my family and it was love like having a meal every now and then, but I'm itching. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I have my own spot. So. Yeah, 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 So, yeah, um, really. yeah. Um,
0: have you, um, well, let me see. How is it like, and you said you was doing Zoom and you're on a routine? That's very interesting because you know, virtual meetings and virtual networking is like it's trying to trend as a thing, but it's yeah. nothing that like really beats like in-person interactions. For real. Uh, so, so, so talk to us just about your experiences as far as in general, like obviously the, the, you know, the, the, the NFL team is a, as a team that's, you know, more, way more businessy than the college environment.
3: So, mm-hmm.
0: you know, be, getting ready to know people and, and, and trying to introduce yourself to, to different people, whether it's offensive coordinators, wide receiver coaches, quarterbacks things of that nature um how was that trying to do that virtually through zoom um, before you actually
1: it, showed up it's hard just because like in football like they can respect you in a locker room but you gain your respect on the field in person like by, by like what you do on the field so from that aspect i'm trying to come in here and show them look like i'm about my business um i'm not some stuck guy from like from around the way you No, know, just showing that that i am personable um but just to impressed the coaches, like the first impression with the coaches, just like, all right, bet. Like, we were doing quizzes on cahoots. Um, that was just how they were trying to get us to learn the offense. So I'm making sure I'm I'm winning all them joints, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they're like, damn, like, who this new guy over here? Like, can't even say my name right, you feel what I'm saying? They, you they, they, they <laughs> know, they, they, they are trying to guess who I am. Um, but again, I mean, it, it was it was good to do that. And then once I got into the building, um, put name to the faces. Um, really can size up guys. They can size me up, yeah, and then yeah. um, just just uh, do my thing on the field too. But like again, like I'm meeting a team of ninety guys. We can say one twenty with, with like with the coaches and everything and the staff. And I'm like half my notes was like, all right, but Shane is the OC, and like just mm-hmm. trying to remember that because it's, it's hard. It's hard when I just see a little square in a square yeah, of a hundred yeah. people.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: that makes sense, man. That's 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 tough for me personally. Like just in like business space and, like, doing networking, like, when it, when the Zoom gets outside of people that you're, like, familiar with, like, outside your circle. So, you say, you're like, the wide receiver group, and I can see that being a solid little environment, solid little Zoom meeting where everybody's communicating, things like that. Yeah. Like you, you get in a large room, and people don't really talk like that. Everybody's on mute, you know what I'm saying? And you just, you know, it's just a picture and a name. So, I think that's extremely difficult, especially when you're coming in as a new guy, for sure. Um,
3: but
1: yeah, I well, think it did help cool. me, like, from, like, that aspect, though. I think it helped me that I that – I, I was a vet you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. like rookies coming in they don't know nobody and it's that first time on zoom like they just <laughs> they just trying to skate through without messing something up you feel what i'm saying yeah, yeah, but just just yeah. like me me being a, a vet i wasn't afraid to speak up in in those type of type of meetings even though like don't nobody know who i am yeah no that makes sense man
0: mm-hmm. that's the second time i heard about these quizzes quinn was talking about these
1: these quizzes as well. Cahoots, bro. <laughs> about so like we, we was, was in grade school. It was it was color coded with shapes and <laughs> <laughs> I said what is going on? Did the quizzes <laughs> help at all for you to learn the offense or they were
2: just kind of like just to show that you knew what you were talking about.
1: It did help personally. You know, um that's like that's something I prided myself in when I got to leave to, and probably why I lasted so long. You feel what I'm saying? Like I was undrafted trial guy so like I wasn't a number one or the number two, but I was a guy who knew X, F, and Z, you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it don't matter where it was. Like, I just made sure I was hundred percent on all the little small stuff. So when I dig in my opportunity, I wasn't wasting it. So right. like, and then, then when I dig on the field, um, you know, I was, I was doing my thing. So it definitely did help me because I wasn't in the chalk room, but I, I could still see the diagrams and, you know, Cahoots is all, all, all online too, so I was I was kind of cheating it a little bit, uh, <laughs> just like just, just to get a little advantage. But it's all good.
2: I keep I keep telling everybody, man, don't sleep on the UVA boys. Our, our mindset's a little different, man. Between scrape out some games, our academics, uh, you know, rigorous schedule we had to keep, man. We we had to do a lot of things, man. Our, our minds a little different than most of them players out there, man.
3: Real talk.
0: Did you ever think about not playing this season? And I wonder, like, if you didn't play. Like, could they still like not like because there was like a certain type of payment agreement, yeah. like if you didn't play or something like that. So if you did choose to play and you don't end up making a team, did you actually make less than if you would have chose not to play?
1: Yeah, So I could have opted out. And because like I don't have any like health issues, I think like I would have got like 150K mm-hmm. this year. But it really would have been 150K of my money because they just would have deducted that from my my, my salary next year wow. um but like i felt like it was a tough um thing to decide um just like just because the health risk people are dying you feel what i'm saying and like we try and force this for us to get out there to to play a game where yeah. we're <laughs> hitting each other every day sweating like um, you you like sweat on people people be bleeding like you shared tiles. It's really some nasty stuff when you think about it. Like you just, like like tiles with yeah, yeah, the bottles, all that stuff. But um, yeah. but yeah, like so, it was hard. But I'm just like, look, like I'm not in a position to really hold out. Like, right. I'm, I'm I'm fighting for my job each and every year. And out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And they just move like they'll move on from you and just go into the next kid. And plus, like, I was going to make a lot more. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like a, a a lot more. But then I got released the day before cut day. My bonus stuff was like a day one roster bonus.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I could have took the 150K and sat out this year had some pocket money, but I bet it on myself. Like I'm better myself every time. Right. You know? Tried to go hit the bank and it didn't work out my favor. And I didn't see a dime this year. You know what I'm
2: mm-hmm.
1: saying? So I was just thinking about I it. They change it though.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like if you'd have set out, if you'd have, you'd have got an automatic check, and eh, that's crazy because I would have probably definitely I would have been myself for sure. Cause I was in the same situation in Washington is the fact like I can't miss no practices. I can't miss no
1: uh <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I can't my mindset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So then like even, even with like my hamstring thing, like um I stranded the last week, right? Mm-hmm. And like the whole time in camp, like I'm is word getting to me, like, yo, bro, like. You good? Don't even worry about it. Like you're gonna be on the 53 roster. Like you good. So I'm thinking I'm, I'm solid. But then probably like a week before I strained my hamstring, I could tell they started to move a little different. They was trying trying other guys out. And again, like this is not my first rodeo. So like I could kind of see how like they were trying to move on the business side. So I was like, all right, bet. Like so then when I strained my hamstring, it was definitely like damn. Like they about to try to do something. So I was forcing it. I was the trainers trying to hold me back. I'm like, no. Like I gotta practice. Yeah. I got I to get through it. And then I wind up pricing the last day before cuts. Cause, like, look, like, I got to show them I'm good for week one and I can really go. Yeah. But because of that, like, it's a business, I could have sat out and got a settlement saying, okay, if you cut me because I'm injured, you have to break me off X amount of dollars for I would have missed this many games. But, yeah. like, that, that was never my mindset. Like, yo, like, if I can go, I'm going to go. And right. I really pushed it. And I'm going I'm to better myself 10 times out of 10. Granted, I probably could have gotten enough credit season on the business side, which happened for my pension when I'm 55. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. again, hindsight's is 20, 20 bro.
0: Right. Making decisions, you live with them. It's all good. Exactly. We make them work. Um, exactly. But it is an interesting thought process that you, that you bring up, like, that the, you know, all right. Tom Brady sit out. He'll be back. He's gonna get. He gonna have another roster spike. <laughs> you feel me?
3: You feel me? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Then, you know, myself, I sit out like next year. They, I'm gonna be knocking on the door like, "Hey, y'all, remember me, number 38?" You know what I'm saying? Number 25. You know what I'm saying? Something like Real that. Dumb. So I, that's, I'm gonna, I'm, it's gonna be interesting to see how that shakes out next year when the kids that did sit out yep. are, are, are back on the you know have this are back in the swing of things and. Um, you know they had the opportunity to get back on the teams if they're going back with the players they just played with this year or are they going to bring in somebody that you know they that was on the team and might, might have contributed the year before that and decided to sit out that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on for sure um cuz i know for sure i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have chance it not not yeah. not when you not when you like 46 to 53 46 to 53 you no, can't take that chance chase can't do that. No. <laughs> can't do that i'm going to have to i'm going to they want have, have some a little bit more cash invested in me <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, yeah, nah, that's interesting. But let's get it. Let's get into the the backstory, man. So, born and raised in Baltimore.
1: Born and raised Baltimore, Maryland. Yep.
0: Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, how was high school career? You you played quarterback.
1: Yeah, bro. I was I, I was a wildcat quarterback. I would yeah, run yeah. the ball like 25, 30 times a game. Throw it five, yeah. ten times on a good day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you was winning though.
1: Of course.
0: Yeah. Good. Solid. Um, I don't remember that because uh, you know when you corner at UVA and you got some wide receivers, you got no all the wide receivers coming in, man. No wide receivers yeah. coming, and rookies are coming and get you. Darius yeah. was giving me some trouble out there right out the gate. Um, EJ hey, Scott, EJ Scott would give me a little trouble right out the gate. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you, had, to, you had to realize who you going. to It'd take about two or three days <laughs> in the camp to realize who you got in front of you. <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> I was a little green out there though, just cause, just just because I was a quarterback.
3: Yeah,
1: but, yeah, uh, yeah, man, I never get first. First time really out there, summertime we there, be doing seven or seven on the turf, or whatever. I, I go out there, everybody talking about Chase. I'm like, I right, bet like I'm backside a bunch. It's like it's a bunch to the left. I'm I'm best on the right side. It's me and Chase. He's like, hey, hey, watch the slant, bro. Watch the slant. <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 I'm young. I'm like, how does mom know this? Like, <laughs> I ain't know the slant when Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jumping, yeah, everything.
0: That's funny, um, but yeah, man. So what? What made you come to UVA? What was your thought process? How many offers you had? Who was offering you? What else did you decide or uh, des- uh, decide in between to come to UVA? And what was yeah. kind of the final the reason to come to Virginia?
1: Yeah, like coming out of high school, like I was like plenty here in Maryland. Had like thirty offers. Um, mm, thirty. I was American. Yeah, I know, right? Doing <laughs> sure. your uh, thing.
0: Doing your thing out there.
1: But then, um. My top three when it came down to it was Virginia, Ohio State, Wake Forest for all different positions. Like, what Virginia, are, you know, what Ohio State big, did you play? Corner. Corner? So, like, yeah. they, they like, wanted me play corner. And then the word on the street was I wanted to play offense. So, they try to come back. like, yeah, bro, like you, like, you can go both ways. You know, you'll be an athlete. But, I mean, I knew they would just feed me what I wanted to hear. But
3: yeah. I honestly
1: didn't care at the time because I knew, like, I was going to make it to the league. Football's going to take care of itself and I'm going to do what I got to do. It's just like the best fit for me. And then like Forest wanted me to play quarterback.
3: What?
1: And I was like, y'all are tripping. Like, I am not no college quarterback. Um, but they was like, I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, we think you can do it. Like, I told them personally I would to play receiver at DB.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, they was like, and like, they were trying to force a quarterback, which would have been nice to had a ball in my hands to play. Yeah. But um, I chose Virginia. Um, one. It was three hours away, you feel what I'm saying? Where, like, my family could still come to the home games, but, like, they're not popping up on me on a Wednesday just to see if I'm in class or not. You know what I'm saying? It was so far enough where I, I, could, I, I, I could grow yeah. on my own. Um, two, I knew it was a good school. Like, football is going in, in regardless for everybody, whether it's after the high school, college, you play a 10-year career. Um, I knew that that degree was going to hold more weight what I'm saying um in my life span um three coach London was a black head coach um my parents loved him my grandma loved him um they told me I could play right away they never they like they they never said that I would be starting or I would be this this or that look bro you can come in here compete right away yeah um and get on the field so like as a 18 year old kid. I'm like, all right, bet. Like, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. And then like, lastly, like the biggest thing I probably came to Virginia was, was coach Dex.
3: Word.
1: Like, um, yeah. he was, he was my recruiter and he would come to the school. He was just a genuine, just a real dude. Like we would talk football. Um, but it'll be, it'll be about life. I wasn't just a number, you no know, him check it off. And he told me like, look, bro, like we want you, like, we want you bad, but, we hear no more than we than we hear yes. So these guys who, are like, all upset, you know, um, This like, this is our job, and, we, and we've been doing it for years, and you just got to make the best decisions for you and your career and your family. Like, we want you at Virginia, but if you feel like you need to go to to Virginia Tech or you need to go to Maryland or just anywhere else, you know, I mean, do what's best for you, you know. I can respect that. And, like, to this day, like, He's he like still somebody who I who, who I can't reach out to or I
3: mm-hmm. can't
1: talk to.
0: Now, Coach Dex coming up in a lot of people's uh, you know, we do this a lot. Coach Dex come up a lot, man. Yeah, bro. It's my recruiter. Yeah. He was your recruiter too, Max? Yeah, I probably had
2: the whole, you know, Baltimore only about 45 minutes away from me.
0: Yeah. So no, nah, that
3: makes sense.
1: Yeah. yeah. They like they uh, thought they were slick too. Like they um came out uh, came on, on my in home visit. Of course they bring all the black coaches, like. Coach London came, Dex came, Coach Moore came, and then uh, it was a Sunday. Oh, okay. hey. now,
0: if they can't get you with Coach Moore, Coach hey. Dex, hey.
1: The, two hey. two Coach players,
0: the two best players in the history of UVA football in my mind. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we can't,
3: we can't, we
1: can't, we can't. <laughs> Man, Coach London came in here with a spill, to my dad said, man, this is a 400-meter a race. He said... You got the baton on the third leg, Mr. Jennings. It's time to pass me the baton. Let, <laughs> let me bring it home. <laughs> <Coach> <laughs> can my recruit, man. Can my dad out there handing the stick to him like. the <laughs> <laughs> stick.
3: That's crazy. Oh,
0: it's funny
1: though. Uh, it's
0: yeah. interesting to see what what everybody hears in the recruiting trail, man. Because yeah. I got recruited. I ain't seen not true. Sure. When I came to very I seen some black coaches, but just me getting recruited, there was no black coaches in my recruitment. I don't care yeah. about that playing time, and I ended up get I end up tearing my ACL playing basketball before I even got to college, so it didn't matter anyway. Damn! But, but right before uh,
3: you missed I, your
1: freshman
0: year, yeah, yeah, red shirt because I had a torn ACL. I was out there getting diced up, man. I had a Don Joy out there with the red shirt. I'm uh, not red shirt as a true freshman. Yeah, <laughs> as out, out there dicing me up. That Don Joy was clicking. That's when the big Don Joy's too. <laughs> Don Joy yeah, You can't record
2: a with a Don Joy, bro. I oh, yeah, I, didn't have, I
0: didn't have a chance. So uh, it was probably best, but I was coming in ready to play, and uh, I remember Coach Coach Gro called me. He was like, "I'm looking at my whiteboard." And I feel like we're going to have to, we're going to have to, you're just going to have to play this year. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> like, All right. That sounds good, man. But I think they just be listening. You know how you'd be doing the interviews for like rivals and 24 seven sports and stuff like that.
3: Uh-huh. And
0: uh, I think they just be listening. Cause you be saying those type of things and those little things they read it. And then next thing you know, you get a call saying, man, we want you to play right away. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they
2: know
0: they're doing, man. Yeah, for sure. So man, you show up to UVA and, um, what, talk to us man was it a culture shock like what what was your experience at University of Virginia um outside of football
1: yeah um so like I grew up I grew up in Baltimore City but I was fortunate enough to go to a private school here yeah. so like just like just that atmosphere I feel like it prepared me for like the schoolwork there and just also just the environment you feel what I'm saying um it's definitely still different than what I like saw on a day-to-day basis but um I feel like it definitely, definitely prepared me, and I was a little more well off than some of the other guys who I came in. I, I came in with, um, but yeah, man, like definitely, you. It's nice to come in with your core group of friends because you got 120 friends because because you're on a football team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. um And that's kind of what we stuck to, just because like outside of that, at least for me, like I I had white friends in high school, had white friends in college, but you can relate to black people. You know what I'm saying? like,
3: Yeah.
1: My mother black, my like brother's black. <laughs> so like, that's what I grew up around. Um, There just aren't too many at, at Virginia. So like the black community was was always close. And like, mm-hmm. if you were black on campus, I knew you. And if I didn't know you personally, I still knew your face or knew 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 like somebody who was like in your clique or something like that.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What did you, did
1: you go and wanting to study something or, and what did you end up studying? Yeah. So, um, came in green, like just happy I'm in college. You know I'm, saying? I'm I'm the first person in my family to go to college. Yeah. So like, I didn't really understand that. Like a lot of other students came in with the idea of what did they wanted to do? And like, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. like
1: I didn't consider myself like just a football player, but like at the end of the day, like, I played football since I was nine and the goal was to get to the league. So it wasn't like, all right, like my backup plan is to become a dentist or something like that. Like, nah, Mm -hmm. like I want to play football. Um, but I, but I was still a a, a solid student and I got there, decided to be an econ major and it was kicking my ass. Oh my (laughs) God. Like, um, I, I did it for a year and a half. Okay, then, that's
0: not that
1: bad. You made it a year and a half, man. I tell did you, micro- you,
0: did you, did you get an academic probation warnings
1: or anything like that? Yes, that's my, like, <laughs> my sophomore year in season. I'm taking microeconomics with Elzinger, and it's like a 400 person lecture class. My TA, um you know, his English was a little broken. I, I was having trouble, like. Understanding, picking up the concepts. I'm taking 15 credits, like in in football season. Got my first F ever. Had me back in study hall. My second, my uh, like second you. semester. Oh, yeah. I said, "Man, bro, I'm not going to survive." You know what I'm saying? So I just looked at my life. I was like the only thing I love more, or love as equally as football, is my community, and uh, just like being from Baltimore, just 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 the heart of the city. So. I looked at stuff that kind of was tailored to my to my passions and stuff. And I chose to be a social major. Um I I switched um <laughs> after I got put on probation. Um and then I wound up finishing in three and a half years. Like I was there over the summer. We were there working out anyway. So I bet I'm about to crunch out nine credits, ten credits over the summer.
0: Yeah. And was
1: able to finish early. That's good,
0: man. I know a lot of people don't put enough respect on that three and a half year graduation. At yeah. University of Virginia. That's solid. Yeah. But, uh, that econ. I think that econ might be to say that microeconomics might be the same thing that that uh that made me realize I gotta you know I gotta be a little bit more strategic. I gotta have a game plan going into this. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> I have a game plan going in here, man.
3: Because
1: uh,
0: you know I came in as first all, I was an engineer. Then I was then then Adrian put me in like oh you got all these good grades from high school let's test you in this one let's test you in this one. I'm like hey man listen we ain't out here to just be tested you know what i'm saying <laughs> like we need to we need to just make sure i want to you know what I'm saying? i want i want to get through this when, without any issues without the dean having to hear from the dean without having to hear from nobody <laughs> i from nobody i ain't supposed to hear from <laughs> hey uh, yeah. listen, chase go straight through this thing this program and if we want to get back into academics we're gonna master it up you know go go hit the master's degree and whatever we're gonna focus on so mm-hmm. uh, at least you had a reason for doing sociology my reason was I definitely didn't want to do anthropology and I definitely didn't want to mm-hmm. do psychology. So sociology psych. was, the last, it was, it was the next one. So that's where we ended up at. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was good. It was good. I, I enjoyed the people in the classes more than I enjoyed the classes personally.
3: Me so too. Psych
0: that
2: was, was that, man. you should have done psych, man.
0: Psych was where it's at. Were
1: you a psych major, Max? Yeah. Yeah, I want to do it I was. I was 50-50 between like social and psych.
2: Yeah, that's how most of it is. I started off in social. I took like two sociology classes. I was like, nah, switch it up. Switch. That was my first semester. I was part a little bit too much. So, so I missed a couple classes at meet. And I was about to take them over. So I just go ahead and go ahead and switch the major up.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you're at UVA, man. I always ask this to everybody. You know, we come to University of Virginia for the network of University of Virginia. That's what they tell you. Like the network, mm-hmm. the network, the network. Do you think you took advantage of the network at the University of Virginia? Or could you have done better? Um and you know most people that are like like us football players like uh, real football, like football 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 like they just sit down they do head down on football and then they don't really socialize outside of the uh outside of the football team and outside of what the, what's going on with the with the football players and stuff like that so
3: yeah.
0: um i know I, I name a couple people that do it, done it well that i've seen i've seen anthony harris do it well i've seen uh max millian do it well um those are the two of the top of my head that was black Athletes at the University of Virginia that I think took advantage of the network. So, how do you feel like you did as far as taking advantage of the network, taking advantage of your name, and you being uh, one of the superstar football players on the team?
1: Yeah, like I legit just was having this conversation like last week with um a, a former student there from, uh, from Virginia, and i was just like, yo, like it felt like at the time, like you had two full time jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like with classwork and football
3: mm-hmm. that
1: when i did have downtime i was trying to take a nap. well i was just trying to hop on the game just just relax yeah like we, like we just trying to chill so i definitely didn't take advantage you know um of the network i did you know i, I felt like i was I, I would try to be personable be nice but nowhere near did i take as much much of an advantage as, as i should have and um definitely left a lot on the table you know and um, of course, of course, you can't go back. But you mm. know, it's always so much, so much more that you could have done. Just from like the simple fact that, like, I was on campus for four years, and I never stepped foot in Ultra Ballet. You feel what I'm saying? Just because, like, I always had McHugh, and I felt like that's where my academic advisor was. If I needed to print something, that's wish I that.
0: On that I don't think I ever stepped in there either.
1: You feel what I'm saying? Just uh-huh. like, just like something, just like some, some, some small like that. Like everything we needed was at McHugh. Um, our days were so structured where, like, we was always around our guys, you know, for the most part, like, and if we weren't in cube, we, like, lived together.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, like, we were
1: hanging together. We was going to boiling together.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Like, um, so, I definitely branched out a little bit, but, I mean, there's so much more. And if I could give advice, you know, to, like, to the, to the next person, like, yo, like, really take advantage of what's, what's there in front of you while you're there because that time went up quick, and it feel like, you know, you, you might have forever or feel like it might be too much on your plate, but the way you'll, you'll benefit from it in the long run, you know, will be light years past what I got right now. Yeah. Granted, it helps that I'm in the league right now and I still got the shield mm-hmm. where, like, even if I didn't make as many connections, I'm going to be, hey, look, like, I went to Virginia. My name Darius Jennings. I played in the league. Like, right. people love that. Just out the muscle of that. But, um, but definitely – Definitely make those connections because everybody don't make it. You know what I'm saying? They, uh-huh. My first my first visit, it was like 24 of us in a class. I said, look, there's 24 of you now, incoming freshmen. 12 of y'all either want to fail out or transfer. Um, the 12 of you guys who do make it, I think 10 of you will actually get your degree or somewhere like something like that. And then out of that 10, one or two of you guys will have an opportunity to get to the league. You feel what I'm saying? And like, that's that's just having a chance to get your foot in the door. It's not gonna say you won't make it. And the average career, career is three years right now anyway. So let's say you do play three years, you've done that 25, like hopefully you got another 50 years left in you, at least. Right. Yeah.
3: That's I wasn't
0: doing that math. That wasn't what my math looked like in college, boy. I had, <laughs> my math in college was like, you know, graduated 21, Ten years in the league, thirty-one. You know what I am saying?
3: Real tough.
0: Couple of kids, big house, uh, investing in a little bit of real estate, and yeah, let's, <laughs> let's just sell on into the into the su- into the sun, man. you yeah. got hit quick, and I think yeah. I, I think I really got hit quick. Like reality starts sinking in on undrafted. <laughs> when undrafted hit, because it was a whole man, different it was a whole different ball game after that. Whole different ball game,
1: man. are you telling? Yeah. And then I didn't, I didn't get no contract after the draft. Like uh, I was getting calls from the teams, whatever. Um, saying, yeah, like we like, might take you six, seven or then like, all right, like you might be a priority free agent and then draft it phone blank, for like an hour, mm-hmm. two hours. And then a guy who went to my high school, who was a scout for the Browns, who knew me from high school, um, knew me from Virginia too. Like, look, bro, like I know what you can do. He's going to be, he's going to give you an opportunity, come as a tryout guy. Um, really?
0: You
1: you, got, you was a trial guy? I was a trial guy. It was, they, like, Cleveland drafted probably, like, 13, signed, like, 15 more, and it was 50 trial guys at Ricky Minicamp. Like, oh, it was out there deep. Like, I was, like, number nine out of 12 receivers on there. But, like, what I was saying was they had me in, like, the third slot. But what I would do, I learned all the positions during them three days. So, like, yeah, I was the third slot, but then the X might get tired, and I just go, like, steal a rep. Get a rep. And then I, I was balling on them. And then I was fortunate enough to turn that tryout into a five, six year career. But again, like, it's not guaranteed for nobody.
2: Right. <laughs> That's crazy, though.
1: Yeah. I
0: didn't, I didn't even realize that. I didn't know that. See, I, I was fortunate enough, to, obviously, to get a, uh, the call. Like, as soon as the draft was over, I got like I about six calls in a row. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. And it was trying to force me to make decisions. Like, we need you to make a decision now. I'm like, hey man, listen, let me let me let me
3: just what's
0: the offer? Let me write it down and I get yeah. back to it. <laughs> So
1: um now nah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, if I that was get, a but like that ahead. was an album for me too, though. Just like coming in fresh, I'm like, yo, Chase the man. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we thought Chase was about to go break the bank. So when yeah. I see how the league could work and he slid and didn't go draft, like, all right, bet like you really gotta be on your P's and Q's, bro. Because yeah. it, it ain't no telling regardless.
0: That's real. Um, but, yeah, if I would have – I was already in a bad space mentally about the seven – y'all know I got a little anger issues. But about the six, seven, I was already in a bad place mentally. <laughs> I was already in a bad place mentally. And then uh, if it would have waited an hour and I ain't heard nothing, bro, oh, bro, I don't know what would have went down. You know what I'm saying? I already, I already canceled my draft day party. You know what I'm saying? I had to make a couple yeah. calls. And it, it, was, it was not a day I want to remember again. But – um. Yeah, so you get UVA, man. So that's good advice, for one for anybody that's listening. But take advantage of that network. And I, there's a couple naps that I wish I didn't take. And I went to an event, yeah, and you know just shook some hands because everybody that, that like I had class with, they still remember having class with me and stuff like that. That wasn't like football players and, and things like that. They, they hit me up on Twitter, they retweet my stuff, and you know be like, remember we was in basketball class together and all those different type of things like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you heard that right, basketball class bear
2: with you chase.
0: Yeah. So um like your presence, you don't you don't realize how big your presence is to the UWA like community, especially from an athletes' perspective. Like they don't run into too many athletes and we we live around athletes all day. But you know, we go in there, we go shake hands, like um, just, just stepping outside your comfort zone. I, I probably should hang out with Max more, but um, you know, Max probably should have studied some tape a little more too. But <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like, he's right that's a gift take dude.
2: Yeah. hey I always, I always try to get you to come out with me chase man
3: yeah.
2: so a, i try to tell people man it's not like you got to go you know dress up in a business suit and, and try to find a you know young uh, alumni of you know ceo network or something crazy you know what i'm saying i just just went out and had fun and just and you know i was myself and you just meet people that way like i mean people really understand like people wanted to get to know you know your story um, you know, athletes are a big thing on, on campus, at EVA. UVA, like Chase said. They we're just we just see it as normal because we see everybody every day, like you know what I'm saying? We see every sports team, but they don't see that, you know what I'm saying? They 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 like to ask, you know, how's it going? What's what's been like? What's practice like? Like, you know, what's it like traveling every week? Stuff like that. So it's just like you don't got to go into like, oh, let me meet some people so I can make sure I you know I have a business connection in 20 years. It's like, no, nah, just you know, meet some people, be yourself make some friends and you never know what will come out of it. You know, if you're genuine, they'll, 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 get that. And, and, you know, yeah. it's just, it was a good time. It didn't feel like work for me.
0: That's real. Um, you know, they said, I heard something recently that is like, it's not about really how much money you make, but it's more how many relationships you you keep and you, you nurture. And, you know, for me personally, that's something that I never really took into it, it for granted. Like, you I, mean, I, I was okay with burning a relationship, boy. And, <laughs> and you know, like in general, um, you know, I just figured, like, like, like Derek said, bet on myself, work, 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 end up getting what I get. But who knows what I could have been or could have got with better relationships behind me. You know what I'm saying? um Because even when I was in Washington, like I didn't really have like the relationships with my coaches and things of that nature. I was just playing good and I was able to stick around as long as I was able to stick around for two or three seasons, whatever. Um, but essentially when it's over, you know what I'm saying? There's no really coaches I can call. You don't know, be like, hey, let me get a... <laughs> None of that, right? Like, they're probably happy to see me out of here. I was causing that type of trouble. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, we just go from there. But, yeah, I've been trying to work on relationship capital going forward. and I think this, you know, obviously the podcast is something. We do this. We do Clubhouse. Let me plug our Clubhouse room. We got a club on Clubhouse, man. Are you on Clubhouse, Darius?
1: I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm going
0: to send you an invite after this, man. We're going to get you on. Do I need
1: there. to be on Clubhouse?
0: I mean, it's, it's worth it, bro. It's really yep. like relationships, uh, information. It's just kind of like podcast, to be honest with you, uh, but it's like live conversations. We do a Wahoo Wednesday room with a whole bunch of UVA alumni, and we yep. just we just chop it up on whatever topic we're discussing. Uh, we've done some real estate topics. We this week we're doing like health and fitness, mental health, physical health, uh, things of that nature. But you know, like I said, relationship capital, building your relationships, get it in front of people, let them see your face. Um, you never know because when you're working on something or if you're trying to get in on something, you gotta be like you said, out of sight, out of mind. If you're in sight, then you're in mind. Uh yep. just kind of just kind of stay relevant with people. I'll shoot you an invite, but um, yeah. um we'll go from there. So essentially, um, yeah, man, you at school. It sound like you got school, sound like school wasn't too difficult for you. Um sound like you know the University of Virginia you was able to get through there, um, not necessarily having too much issue with the academics. Um What about the football side? Let's talk about the football side. You know, you come from a winning program, star player. Um, uh, I was actually just looking at your stats and you obviously you started right from the beginning, but your second year, you balled out. Mm-hmm. And you had like 48-something. And I was looking at the numbers, but I think it was your most catches in a year, maybe second-most yards, maybe the most yards, uh, and most touchdowns. And then your third year, fourth year, it was a little less than that. Yep. So talk, talk to us about your experience with um, playing, and did you do what you expected you to do? Um, do you feel like you could have been more? Do you feel like the, the, maybe the – maybe the um, did you play in multiple office coordinators? Yeah. Offensive coordinator, coach switches, um, all those different types of things like that. Um, Just talk about your experience on the field, coming from a winning program, used to winning. And then, you know, we go to a Chick-fil-A. And then I don't know what happened after that, but we'll let you (laughs) tell (laughs) us.
1: Yeah, like, um, again, like, as you were saying, my my first year came in, I was kind of like the number four. You know what I'm saying? Um, It was Chris Bird, Tim Smith, and Snods Matt Snyder was a three, and um, you know me, I had my little package plays, a uh, little. You know
0: Ray Keys watches this. He might be hollering at you if you don't put him the in at least five or six somewhere.
1: Where's Ray Keys? No, Keaton no, Keys was up there. That's that's my right. dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, Raymond Keys, whatever, bro. <laughs> he, just,
2: he
1: just wasn't. He just wasn't one through four. Yeah, yeah. was
2: five. Or six. I just.
1: Keaton Keys was like five, and then it was like we had Duns, we had Pick. In there, yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah, right. EJ Gooch, like <laughs> whole game. Um, nah, but for real, yeah, came in, had like a little package plays. I was a kick returner as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Snods, he like broke his foot or something. Like something like something happened mid season where when we went through why I wanted to like being able to go into the game a little more. And then my sophomore year, well before we get to that we went to the chick-fil-a bowl like one game away from the ACC championship go to the chick-fil-a bowl and like we come in as freshmen like damn like we about to run this tab up for the next three years like and that was not the case at all um you know um so then going to our, our sophomore year um first time starting um had a solid season Mm-hmm. You know, really, you know, trying to find my own foot, you know, just being a, a pure receiver, you know, at the same time. Like, again, I was coming from a quarterback. was I wasn't running routes in high school. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, really just just trying to mold my craft. And um, one thing I do appreciate them first few years, Bill Lazor was the OC and he ran a pro style offense. You know what I'm saying? So just me having that knowledge kind of helped, helped me when I got to the league, too. And just and Les been able to play okay, like
0: Les used to be scheming up them routes, man. Because you know, I was studying routes heavy and he brought yeah. some stuff that would uh that would uh make think twice about what I'm what I'm looking at for sure. Yeah. So he uh
1: like, he, he had them schemes. I knew like side adjustments, like I knew protections, all that, which like fast forward two, three years later when I got to the league, it definitely gave me game gave me like a, a hand on some other guys. But yeah, had a had a solid year. Um um, and then my junior year, it was like a dip. we we, we a chain, chain schemes. Um, I'm like 5'11, 170, 175 at the time, you know, they were kind of kind of looking for bigger receivers too.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: that on top of me. Um, I had a lot of injuries too in, in college that I, I didn't miss a game but affected my play. You feel me? You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So between that, changing schemes, wanting to go to like bigger guys. My numbers dipped and I wasn't performing well. You feel what I'm saying? Like I broke my thumb the first game of the season, playing with like a cast on my on my hand. And like I just I wasn't what I needed the team, the team needed me to be. But again, like I'm not the type of guy that like not go out there. Like I'm I like I'm like I'm gonna still be out there regardless. Um but I can admit that like, yeah, like I, I played okay, I played decent, but I could have played a lot better. You know what I'm saying? And I honestly felt like they were trying to bury me going into my senior year. And Ooh. I had like, I, I just felt like the maybe I created this for myself, but I just, I just felt like they, like, they didn't want to see me succeed, bro. Like they, they, they were trying to burn me the depth chart. Oh, Dom they,
0: Joe Mantra right there,
1: bro. They, hey, real tough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they didn't want to see me succeed, so like I really went out there with a vendetta against everybody. Like mm-hmm. man, like f y'all. Like I'm, I'm gonna come here, do what I gotta do, and show y'all that y'all made a mistake. And um. He kind of switched to like a run, more like run happy type of offense. But my senior year was still better. Um,
0: so Bill's and, left by now. Like, Lasers left,
1: right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's a whole nother crazy story. Like, <laughs> I saw after my sophomore year, um, be coming into McHugh for winter workouts. People heard over the radio that he's going to the Eagles.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And we just like, what? He's <laughs> oh. like, what? So yeah. Sitting like, some guys went up there. taught Coach London. He's like, "Yeah, I know. Like, we're gonna get it fixed. Like, don't worry." So, um, yeah, we uh, Steve Fairchild came in after that, and um, he was the OC the last two years. Um, and again, like my senior year, I definitely picked it up. Um, I was I was back healthy. I mean, I still wasn't. I wasn't fully healthy, but um, my hand was fixed at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I put up solid numbers. Did my thing in the kick return game. Um, and really, that's what, like, put me on. Like, guys watching the film, like, we played, like, Florida State that year, UCLA, like, all the bigger names, I guess. Like, I had, like, solid games. Like, I was booming 50, 60-yard kicks. I was scoring touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, that really just got my name more of a buzz out there. And then when I got my opportunity, man, I said, look, ain't no turning back. Like, you're not going to deny me.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so how was you like, what was you doing to try to like hone your craft um uh, as a wide receiver? Um, like did did Bird help you? Or that like like what was your thought process with like trying to figure out like, all right, this is how I'll be a good wide receiver? Like, was you like looking at some NFL guys? Like, what's that process of trying to change positions? Um, you knew you was gonna be playing wide receiver anyway, but like yeah. trying to get to be a a division one and then an NFL wide receiver. What's that process? Yeah,
1: like? so the vet who was assigned to me when I first got to Virginia was Matt Snyder. Oh. I don't know why, how that guy
0: connected with but... two speed guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, like he really helped me with the playbook. You know what I'm saying? Like that was first and foremost. Like you can't play if you don't know what you're doing once yeah. you get out there. Um and laser was a stickler on that too. Like, yeah. He was on our heads with that. But um but he helped me the playbook and Bird just helped me write like, little crafty stuff. Like mm-hmm. Bird wasn't the fastest, wasn't the biggest, but like he was tough and always got open. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like so like he was teaching me how like to, like create separation. And um Tim was actually the speed guy. Tim's like, bro, just like run fast. Like <laughs> I gotta respect your speed.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, that and then like guys who I will watch at the time. Watch I watched A B film in college, A B, Edelman, and then I always just like Ancon's boarding game. Like mm-hmm. we weren't similar, but again, he was a guy who just like always got open. And I was yeah. like, yo, how's like this like guy who I feel like he like 230 running a four yeah, seven? Yeah,
0: four eight, four seven.
1: You feel what I'm saying? But it's always open. He was strong so, as that though. No, nah, he was. He yeah, was. So. And that 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 wasn't in my game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So um, I'm surprised they never put you in slot.
1: Yeah, like so, like especially in laser offense, at least we we, like we were using a fullback a lot too. Like that, yeah. Down at the bottom, Max Million. You feel me? Max run down the field. That's my guy. But um, but yeah, like um like. Perry had like nine hundred yard rushing. Like KP had like seven. Cliff had like four hundred. Like mm-hmm. so, like we was doing like a lot of two receiver sets. And I and I wasn't a slide a little bit, but in laser offense there was a lot of 21, 12, 11 mm-hmm. probably on third down a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Did you play a slide? In the, are you playing slide in the league at
1: all? Um. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Um, I, just, I just
0: felt like that would be. Like get you off the line a little bit, you
3: know what I'm saying? And, and I let us
1: fly too just because it's like there's more space in there, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And me, like, yeah, I I can't I can't work the outside, but it's like I'd rather have the middle where I can work them. You, you got me lining on the numbers where I got from here to the sideline, you mm-hmm. know, to really try and try to get open for real. And I got I gotta hold the red line to save that space with the QB. Like that
0: makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, so we so we talked about we've talked about the draft, man. Did you watch? Hold on. Before we 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 talk a little bit about the draft, we let's let's dive into it a little bit. All right. So you already had a vendetta. Did your thing fourth year? Like you, I think you averaged like nineteen yards to catch, something like that. Um, kick return. Were you still you still returning kicks?
1: Yeah, I was like eighth in the country. Yeah, eighth in kicks.
0: Um, University of Virginia leading. He was had the record that we left when he left University of Virginia for kickoff return. And um, you was you was you expected to get drafted? Like did
1: you expect in your head to get drafted? Did you your agent say anything? Any of that stuff? Like what was your thoughts so, like, like? I was coming into a thing like, all right, like probably be a priority free agent, but uh, like it could be a chance for like I could I could get something late if a team mm-hmm. if a team like reached up, took a chance. But um definitely thought I was at least getting a call. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't I didn't I didn't have a draft party. Like I, because I finished in three and a half, I had the whole semester to um to train, and it sucks because I had a grade three, AC sprain the last game of the, of the season, hmm. so um it was like look like you can get surgery, and chance it or don't get surgery and then just rehab for six weeks and do pro day, I said hell no I ain't getting surgery, yeah, um, so I I just Perfect. did that didn't bench, um I just ran the all the drills whatever but draft day. I got a hotel room in Charlottesville by myself. Had my notebook, had all my teams, the receivers they had on there. Um, okay, who they like if they needed a returner. People so you I talked to. He wasn't,
0: wasn't even in Baltimore.
1: No, I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to be around nobody. Like,
3: yeah,
1: I, I don't need nobody trying to hype me up or trying mm-hmm. to bring me down. Like, this is my job now. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be focused. So, um, I did that. I was in that have my notebook, team dressing by, yeah. scratch okay. that all. Yeah. Oh, like I'm, I'm going through the, the, I'm going through the whole thing. Then I thought I was gonna go to the Lions. Guy reached out to my agent, said it was a, a possibility And the seventh. Then seventh came around and they said maybe you're a free agent. And then said like, yeah, I, GM has his, his eye on the guy. Um, I, I need went from three to one, so good luck. Pretty
3: much.
1: Um, And then I ain't hear from nobody. Like I was saying, for like an hour, two hours, just in the room cooling. Then the guy called me up, said, yeah, bro, like, come to Cleveland. Then I had another tryout for the Giants. I took a visit with the Giants, like, pre-draft. They called me up, and the Raiders, I think, called me up. And I was like, look, like, I know the guy with the Browns, a uh, 5'7", tryout receiver, made the team the year before. So I said, like, look, like, if I can ball, they at least gonna give me an opportunity. So um, mm-hmm. I went there and made the most of it. I
0: mean, it's pretty impressive how how, how prepared you was and knowing everybody's situation. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know nobody's situation.
1: I had to like do my day. research.
0: Put me out there. Let me see who they are. Line them up. But um, – <laughs> So so you go to the Browns, man. First of all, first of all, mad respect for the the uh, the rookie minicamp invite, boy. Yeah. Because not too many people can do that. I didn't even like when I went to Washington. Like I told him, I wasn't play, I wasn't going to play in the rookie minicamp because I remember I got that. I have I was actually hurt. Um, I oh, didn't yeah, play the chip play ball, so I had my knee issues. I told him like, listen, I'm not playing in this rookie mini camp because that was going to be a quick way to get cut quick. You know, what, yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> played in that rookie minicamp after. Um, after I ain't played in a minute, so uh, I was like, I ain't gonna play. But I watched it, and I was watching, and I was like, man, these first of all, there's a lot of undrafted free agent guys, and then a lot of rookies, people that's that's just trying to make the team. Are oh, you talking about gassing? Those my receivers out there, out there gassing, boy, trying to trying to get this money. And
3: uh,
0: it was about two times a – two times. A, was y'all doing two days out there?
1: No, we weren't. I like, got we
0: two days, so it was like it's three days. Rookie mini camp, three days. To make yep. a team, that's it. Three days to make a team. Three practices, um, film session, all different type of thing like that. But this is his shot. So you gotta put some respect on a guy to to come out of there on top right there. So, to so talk to us, man. Talk to us about that experience and where your head was at going into the rookie mini camp, knowing like, all right, this is my chance to to make my dreams a reality.
1: Yeah, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm not here to make no friends. Like, I don't need to know your name. Like, I don't need to know where you are from. Like, just line it up, you feel what I'm saying? So I just went in there, I was told like my family, any girls I was talking to at the time said, like, look, I can't talk to you. Like, I'm in the building, we was probably in the building longest ever, trying mm-hmm. to learn a playbook and then go out there and practice the same day.
3: Yeah. I
1: went in there from like seven to seven at the time for mini camp. I'm getting back, I, I get back, get some food, start studying at 30. Nah, I'm like, look, I can't be on the phone, bro. Like, I gotta study for two hours, go to sleep, and do this over again. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was just the mindset. Like, you got to. Um, so I was just, yeah, I was just like, look, come over here, be a dog, make a play a day at least. Um, so these coaches that I'm that guy. Did you,
0: did you have um, an idea you was gonna make the, Did you have an idea you was the, um, the top person in the camp for the wide receiver position? Or was it, it like, a situation where you was, like, playing behind the guy
1: and you had to beat this guy out? Uh, How was it? Yeah, so they had drafted a guy in the fourth. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: They drafted a guy in the fourth. And then it was 11 of us trying out. (laughs) And, like, again, like I was saying, I was number nine out of 12. And they already had that, like, the guys who they wanted to make it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, guys who might have had, like, that name or the stats whatever. Like, they were showing them extra treatment. Yeah. So I was like, all right, bet, like, like, he not nothing. <laughs> like, just got to show them, all right, boom, what I could do. Like, I still saved those, like, one-on-one clips today. Go check,
0: check my, my IG. Ones? Yeah.
1: So one of the ones
0: where you was out there <laughs> cooking, he's like, man, this is, where, this is where I was, this is where, they, where I started getting the attention right here.
1: Real talk. And, I and like, I still look kind of green out there. I wasn't, like, a polished receiver nothing, <laughs> but – um. Yeah, I was doing enough, you feel what I'm saying? And um, I just had that mindset, you feel what I'm saying? And they kind of split split the lines up. It was the guys who were just like so-so and the guys who they wanted to see. Yeah. And I was dominating the so-so guys. So then day two, I was like, all right, bet, you gotta come over here. Yeah. And then I was taking them up top. Like, up top. I was like, all right, bet. like If they don't keep me after all of this, I know it's straight politicking. Yeah. yeah. Um. But again, like I was saying, I was fortunate enough to do it. Did they
0: have but any then, corners? Did they have any corners that they had drafted? And
1: um, um, yep, yeah. they had drafted a kid out of Louisville, um, and a corner out of Oregon, and they had a safety, and they uh, drafted a safety out of I can't, I can't remember. Well, I see. That's what
0: usually happens is you get to go against no, that right. that draft pick, that corner yeah. draft pick, and you, you, you make him look bad, and they're like, all right, bet, you know. Exactly. So, so, but,
1: yeah, but then, like, that's that's just to make it on a 90-man roster. Yeah. So, then you get it's like that. Still ain't made like, a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> it's still, like, the whole thought process over again.
0: Yeah. Still ain't made a dollar. So, you know what I'm saying? Like. Nathan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just out there. Free label. Free label, man. And, um, uh, uh, would you got something to say, Max? What you got? Nah,
2: that's just crazy. Yeah, you know, this,
0: crazy.
2: I mean, I heard it a couple of times, but all this new to me, man. It's I mean, it's definitely a way and it's a it's a good, good, you know, route for a lot of people. But man, some of these stories I hear, it's like it's crazy they treat people like that still. Like this is something you it sounds like a, you know, a third
0: world country working people. Oh, I can't I can't oh. believe they get away with not paying people to actually yeah. go to actually go practice. I don't make that no me.
1: And then my first my first preseason game, I get a fine letter for like 7,500, dollars i'm oh, like yeah, fine for you. <laughs> i'm like bro i don't even like i don't even got no money Like i don't have anything in my hand. What you for? my pants were too high so like we had a, we had a seamstress in there you know um and i guess like she sold my pants a little too high and they weren't covering my knees so we so we we, we go out there whatever the spider like hey like you got a warning your pants are too high. I said, bro, like these only pair of pants I got. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I'm in a huddle, like tugging, like sagging out on the field, trying yeah, to get my, yeah. to get my yeah. knees covered.
0: Seventy-five hundred.
2: Ooh, yeah. Pass that over to the
3: seamstress.
1: Yeah. Man, they wind up scratching it. Like, scratching. You ain't even yeah. making money. Yeah, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying.
3: Like, um,
1: they wind up scratching.
3: I think
0: I actually said that when I was with the skins because I was like, listen, they need to make these fines like percentage. Like, all right, this is like this is a fifteen percent fine of what I make. You know, it's a ten percent fine on what I make. Like, that's not. Let's not act like my fine and and Robert Griffin the Third fine is supposed the same amount. It <laughs> you know don't so, hit him
2: the same, bro.
0: Yeah, that's dude. different fines right there. <laughs> 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 different fines, man. So, uh, all right, dude, man. So you, so you made the team. You, you talk about training camp. You made the team for the Cleveland Browns. Um,
1: oh, I made the P squad. squad? Peace squad, Solid. I was a P squad first twelve weeks. Um got activated the last five, played well, um, was doing my thing, thought I was really set up, heading into my second year to uh, make the squad. Mm-hmm. And then they fired the whole coaching staff, um, drafted four receivers, and then, like, I, I was on the back burner, like, before so it started. Did
0: they, so, you was on, did you get cut by, by Cleveland? Is that what was, the situation mm-hmm. was?
1: So – my rookie year, I finished on the active roster. My second yeah. year, 2016, they put me back on P-Squad. Okay. They, they put me back on P-Squad. Um, and then they released me like week, like seven. Then I went to the Bears, Bear, Bears P-Squad. I was in the Bears P-Squad for like five weeks. They cut me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Then I went right to the Jets, P-Squad. I was there for the rest of the season, like, like that last month. Signed back with them to go to 2017 season. And then they cut me the day before the draft. Hmm. Um, so now I was on my couch for like a month, you know, um, just cause like teams were drafting guys like that. Was, like they was gonna play with their new toys first, like mm-hmm. see what the rooks can do, um, and, and the then toys. Like yeah, real tough, real tough. And then, um, and then I had a workout with Tennessee. Workout with the with the Steelers before that. Um, they signed everybody but me, oh. Kane and Severin who was a year behind me, was was with the Steelers. They had cut him like two weeks before. Then I guess somebody got hurt, and they brought me and him together in for the workout.
3: Mm-hmm. And like, it was
1: like me, him, a quarterback, a fullback, tight end. And because I guess because Kandan knew the offense, they signed him and everybody else, and they gave me my playing ticket.
0: Hey, man, I know you might not have heard this story, but I gotta tell it every time it comes up, man. Washington yeah. brought in Washington brought in Drake Draquan Hoski, man, when I was still out there. I said, <laughs> man. I said, I said man. Call, Quar- I ain't got no issue with Jay Kyle. Jay man, if you're seeing this, man, you still my guy, bro. But you know that you shouldn't have got that call.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big play, Dre, man. Yeah,
0: you, know you shouldn't have got that call, man. That's when I started working on my business plan. I said, all right, I see what they're doing now. They don't even want to bring nobody in there to compete. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so. but, yeah, but yeah, man, I had to work out with Tennessee and then um, 2017 season. Started on Peace Squad the first four games, activated after that. And then um I was activated, but I was inactive every game.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So like I was I was getting a nice check, but I wasn't playing.
0: I've been on that space, then, I've been in that space right there. Yeah. That, that's
1: not a bad life right there. You get good hotel food, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trip <laughs> trip <Tripberry>
0: week. weak <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for Dim. Yeah, it's not uh, a bad
1: life. But but then um 2018. 18 was probably my best year in the league. I made I I made the roster um, with the Titans. Um, by the by the end of the season, I was I was at number three.
0: That's when you returned the, the kick for the crib to the crib.
1: Returned the kick to the crib, led the league in return average.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. And then 19, 19 I was with Tennessee. They released me out of the blue. I really came out of the blue like week nine maybe at the season. And mm-hmm. then brought me back week 17 for the playoff push. And then I was I was there, I was there for the playoffs, got some free money with the checks. Um, and then I signed with the Chargers this past offseason when I became a free agent. And then they and then they cut me. <laughs> right. So
0: so you kind of like in a situation where like you know you can play. And it's just, like, finding those people that really believe in you and go yeah. you're not going to give up on you type situation. Yeah. You know
2: what I'm saying? So, right. Have you that's thought a about uh, a next chapter, or are you, you still 100% all in? You about to get back out there.
1: Yeah, so, like, I have been. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just I just don't know exactly what's next. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. I've always considered myself more than an athlete. Like, the past three years, I've done externships each offseason. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I did one with Events DC, um, where they like hold the convention center down there and they had their hands on like concerts, sporting events, all that stuff. Um, I did one with Under Armour, right hand Baltimore, um, worked with Men's Apparel, and then last offseason, I went back to Virginia. Um, I was with the athletic department, um, under Miss Carla. Um, really just like I don't know what I want to do, but I'm making these connections, I'm shaking hands, making these networks like showing on my face I like, look bro like i know the people who, who are upstairs now weren't there when i was there but i'm still invested in virginia um i'm so right. um um just just trying to grow my circle for real um but yeah man like i am all in but i'm not dumb you know what i'm saying like yeah i told myself um if i don't hear anything by september then it might be time to Look at something else. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, I'm still working out. I'm still training. Like, I still think I'm a dog on the field. Um, but that stuff is out of my control. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to control the controllable. So once the team come to that census and sign me and pay me, then you're going to be cooking. But if that doesn't happen, then, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to become the next, chase the next Max. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> But you're in a tough space, man. You're in a tough space. Like you're proven to be able to do this at a high level yep. and to be paid for what you do.
1: How yep. old are you right now? 28.
0: 28, not hitting the 30 mark yet. You yep. know what I'm saying? So oh. nothing else is gonna pay you as much as it is it's gonna be, a, you know what I'm saying? Like your first couple years in business, like three, year three, year four, you might be making as much as you can make in the league. But yeah. uh but one and two, it's gonna be you can be like you can be like, man, I gotta work a workout at.
3: <laughs>
0: what a workout at, bro! So
3: like, you're in a
0: tough space, man, for sure. Um, you know, and I, and I feel like we always talk about this, but like the is a good program and things of that nature. But like put it like the kids in the or the the, the adults in the space of like figuring out like trying to train, need to train. I can't miss this opportunity. It's a big check type opportunity. And I've done this before. I'm not hurt. I haven't been hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of situation. Don't have no major injuries on me. Um, you know, I'll be dumb not to, not to, not to be prepared when an opportunity comes. You know yep. what I'm saying? But at the same time, that opportunity holds you back from really progressing into the next space. You know what I'm saying? So you're like, we're, you're in the position of straddling and you got to like straddle like on the side of football. But at the same time, trying to figure out, like, all right, when do I make that decision? Like, the decision was made for me by an injury, like a torn Achilles. That's the the first thing that took me all the way out was a torn Achilles, bro. I was like, all right, it's over. You know what I'm saying? That's the first time I said it was over because I went to Canada and everything. Just like, man, I know I can. I mean, come on, man. Like, quit playing with me. And, um, (laughs) and, um you know, it took that, it took that situation, like, it's hard, and I know, I know, I mean, you probably a lot alike as far as my mindset and mental uh, of being like, you know, line me up in front of the best corner in the league, in front of the best wide receiver in the league, and I'm holding my own regardless. So, you can't tell me that there's seven wide receivers, six wide receivers, five wide receivers on 32 teams, uh, 32 kick returners, and I don't, and I can't win one of those spots.
1: And I'm I'm housing kicks, and I'm a gunner, and I'm a, L L three on kick up. like I'm running I'm doing yeah, yeah. everything but again I, out of my control out of
0: your control yeah.
1: excuse, excuse me for getting a little hype right there but
0: no no you got you got to tell it like it is but like it's like it be that dumb shit man. Yeah, it's out of your control man um and plus you get into that things real things the water gets real muggy muggy when you get to that pension years when you start yeah. getting close to that pension
1: I'm I'm grateful that I got pension already.
0: Oh, you already got it? You already hit it? Oh, I, got it, it. I
1: got it.
0: I got it. I done seen some I didn't see some muddy waters in there around them pictures. Real tough. Yeah. So um. it's a. it's an interesting business. Somebody somebody's back there getting paid to watch people's years. Right. <laughs> that's <Real. laughs> crazy.
3: Um, some
0: money. So yeah, man, that's that's interesting. So you've done externships. I was gonna talk about that. Max jumping there and took that question. Um I guess do you feel like you would be an entrepreneurship type situation? Do you feel like like I f- I feel like you could do that? Or is it something where you're looking for like a coaching job, or is it something like like where where's your mind like been wandering? I know that you said you're undecided, but I know you've had some thoughts. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do that. Like, yeah. where's your mind been at?
1: I always I always told myself like if I do coach, it'll probably be high school, just because mm-hmm. like i did not been unstable in the league, having to bounce from city to city already. Like I'm I'm not trying to do that when I'm done playing, and
3: mm-hmm.
1: the coaching world. Get fired in the drop of a hat, too. So, mm-hmm. um, I always say, like, it'll probably just be high school, so it could, could be more stable. But after seeing some of these salaries that these coaches are making,
0: oh, they making nothing that's volunteer work.
1: I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like,
0: <laughs> you gotta play, you, like, gotta, you gotta be a division one coach to make some money.
1: I might, yeah, I might <laughs> I have said, to be one. These <laughs> high school
2: coaches, I see someone make like 500 for the
0: season, bro. Yeah, I think. My dad, he used to coach high school back when I was playing. He said they gave him a check. He gave it right back to him. I said, "Man, that's disrespect. I don't want nobody out here knowing that I'm taking this type of money. Don't <laughs> 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 nobody to know I'm taking this type of money. So y'all keep,
1: yeah.
0: you know what I'm saying." So, uh,
1: um, but yeah, man, like I told myself this year, I'm gonna make six figures off the field, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah,
3: that's yeah.
1: that's the goal for myself. So between my investments. Mm-hmm. Um I take two days out of the week now to just do research, read up on stuff that, that I could do out the field. Like I, I work uh work out four days a week. Mm-hmm. I take two days where I'm really like grinding where I'm like trying, I'm trying to learn stuff out the field and then a the day just a whatever. But um, but yeah, man, like my investments. I'm trying to flip a house this year. I'm trying to get a rental property. Um again, like if if I don't get picked up by September, I'm gonna purchase a property for myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of been in apartments um, um since since I got yeah, the home base. Yeah, yeah. Um. But also, yeah, just like just small stuff that I could invest in or become a hard money lender. You feel what I'm saying? Just trying to find ways to diversify my money and get this income rolling. Oh, you trying to
0: throw that? You trying to throw that?
1: Right?
2: That, Let me uh, tell you right now, you, you know, you said three things I can help you with, man. You got to give me a call, you know. I'll H- H- do match. it all, man. I deal with so, hard, He, he, try hard, he trying to throw that I hard
0: do. interest rate out there. Give me that 30% interest rate. Dang. I try to face up, man. He, he, said, nah. I face up, man. He, he said, Nah, hey, bro, hey, Max's interest, yeah, interest, hey, rate. Max's interest, interest rate is too low for mine, bro. Too low,
2: for- <laughs> 10%. That's the going rate, man. Highest you gonna get is 12 out here, but this 10%, 10% for doing nothing, you know, yeah. So, but yeah, you just got to let me know, man, you know what I'm saying? Week a week, I, I can get you, you know, a house to flip. I can hook it up for you. Um, You know what I'm saying? If you really want to do some hard money stuff, I can get you in like, you know, some small deals, you know, like 50K for a year, something like that. You can get your feet wet, see if you like it. Stuff yeah. like that, don't let me know. It's not, like I said, you ain't going to become rich, hard money, unless you're doing like, you know, five, 10, two, you know, million dollar deals. But if you really want to get your feet wet, see if it's even something for you. Um, You know what I'm saying? Just let me know. So
1: Say no more. But no, that's dope, man. Flip a house, I always
0: said if I if I was in the league back when I was 21, 22, first thing I'd be doing is investing in real estate right out of the gate. And then then on top of that, I'll be doing it every 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 year. I would have like two properties by every year I was playing in the league. So then See, since like, it, once I got I, was, cut, I,
1: could be over. I didn't know. And like I was naive to that. And like I didn't have anyone who had done it before me. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And also like I was too scared. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like this is short-term money. Like, I got to hoard as much as I can right now. Like, I wasn't even investing money until, like, a year or two ago just because I was like, look, I'd rather know that it's safe and I'm stacking it up in my bank account than really trying to put it into the market and uh, uh-huh. do stuff for me. Yeah, but, that's um,
0: kind of the, that's kind of the mindset we all be in, to be honest with you. And it's different for us when we're at the bottom of the roster where you can be P wide up to, up and down uh, three, three, four tiles in a year. You know what I'm saying? So your checks is way different.
1: When I ain't got no guarantees. Yeah, exactly.
0: like, <laughs> I understand. I was in the same boat, man. But if if it was if I was back in my day, I would have been putting that money into into some real estate stuff that I had some rental income coming in
1: Definitely. once I was
0: done. And they wouldn't have been talking to me all crazy, talking about we go cut you. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you can cut, cut me if you want to. I'm gonna be straight. You know yep. what I'm saying? So <laughs>
3: uh,
0: that's solid, man. But man, um, shoot, sure, I don't know if I'm missing anything. That's pretty dope, though, that you're trying to flip a house. I say that. Um, so what's your, what's the plan? What's the plan to make 100k in a year
1: outside of football? I don't know, bro, but you got you got to set your goals high, you, you what I'm saying? I was.
0: I tell, I tell you what, max interest rate ain't gonna get it. Max interest rate ain't gonna get it.
2: Nobody done more than ten percent, especially because you know what I'm saying you knew. I mean, you you can jack the risk rates up when you when you put some real money down, but that's like a risky investment. You don't want to do all that. Flip a
0: house. You can probably flip a house and get close to that that 100 k. Flip a house. You just gotta be careful,
2: man. So and I, I mean, I've i told people like I had a lot of people come up me with some deals this year that I have just turned down because honestly, I'm 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 trying to hold out, man. Once this. Give it a little bit once the pandemic comes over and then and you know, um, I think like Baltimore, like most of Maryland, you can't evict nobody, I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so, because I, I work with a uh, with an investor where we did um we, we were scheduled to f- uh flip 480 apartment units in um Dundalk, Maryland. I don't know if you've heard, heard of that. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and then so it, I mean we were in the works like deep in like three years into it, and then um as soon as the coronavirus hit, even if they could pay, once the governor said you have to pay, every single last one yeah. of them stopped that's it so there's i mean that one's they can float that but there's going to be some stuff that comes on the market man uh, if you really want to get some rentals and stuff like once um they allow evictions and stuff back up it's, it's sad to say but there's going to be some people who are gonna have to dump their stuff on the market you can probably get some good some good rental units too and then also you can get i mean not that there won't be a good deal you might be able to find a good deal but right now man stocks limited housing prices are up and everyone's fighting to get something so um yeah. But be be careful because you make your money when you buy the house. It's not when you sell it, man. It's what you can buy it for. As much as you can take off in the beginning and negotiate down in the and when you buy it is when you make your money. It's not when you sell it ever.
1: Free game right there.
0: Free game. Max that's what we do on Clubhouse too. Even though he's not our top real estate mind on Clubhouse. He's second. So who's uh, number one? Who's
2: number one? Don't do that
0: to me. Everybody says Nicole is the number one but I'm just saying
2: bro. Yeah, come, come on, on. man. That, 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 that's not, not, no disrespect to Nicole. Nicole's in the game. <laughs> <No disrespect. laughs> but we we different level of investment bro we different we different level you know what i'm saying she yeah, she yeah, yeah, yeah. getting properties and, and you know what i'm saying you heard her you heard the property she wants yeah, yeah. you are serial,
0: serial real estate investor you're serial right there you know
2: i'm saying i'm trying to do buildings out here you know but it's it's I'm, hey she she's doing it right though you know what i'm saying she does exactly how she wants to do it and there's a niche market for her just like there's one for me so um will say we tied bro you know what i'm saying i ain't saying i'm number two <laughs> ever,
1: ever in anything <laughs> I've one seen. A, one B. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, no, Darius, man, we appreciate you jumping on here, man. Heck of a story. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on. That we miss anything?
1: Nah, man. Just appreciate y'all, man. Really inviting me on on show on the show, man. Just really doing this to broadcast and, like keep 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 people in the loop. You know what I'm yeah, saying?
3: Definitely.
1: Expanding right. our networks as well. 100, man. 100. Let right. everybody know
0: where they can find you at, reach you at, keep up with you, like, um, what's your Instagram, all that stuff, like that. Yeah,
1: man. Uh, at Darius Jennings underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, I'm easy. You know I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Hey, that's another episode of the Who's Wear podcast. Another UVA legend in the building, Darius Jennings. We appreciate you, man. We'll highlight y'all guys next week. We out.